0: Hello and welcome to How to Love Your Body. I am Jenna. This is Lauren. I had to think about that for a second. Hello. I'm Jenna. This is Lauren and we are intuitive eating counselors who run the Undiet Collective and we are on Instagram at The Body Love Society. And what we do is help people stop dieting and find food and body freedom all while working on mindset as a real focus of our work. So, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about eating at night when you're alone. This is something we have been talking about quite a bit in our community in the Undiet Collective app. And it's been pretty interesting how a lot of people are coming up with the exact same situation. Like, this is what I'm struggling with. And I think we've done a podcast episode similar to this before, but this is such a big topic. And, um, And this work does involve a lot of uh, repetition, like you need to hear this in different ways. So we are kind of covering a similar topic again, Um, but it's a big one. So we get why eating at night when you're alone feels like a habit you want to stop. First of all, diet culture teaches us like don't eat after seven or you shouldn't eat snacks or you shouldn't eat before bed because then it's going to turn into fat. (laughs) Like We're taught a lot of weird stuff. So it's like, I want to stop doing this. And there might be some shame that comes up around that nighttime eating, like it might feel secretive, like you're getting away with something, it's bad, it's wrong, it just has a really, just a negative energy around it. It's different than like, oh, everyone's in bed and I'm going to enjoy this delicious snack and watch my favorite show. Like that is such a different energy than what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, when everyone's gone to bed and then you kind of hide the snacks and you hoard them and you're like, oh yeah, now I'm going to eat. And then by the end of it, you feel like crap well, why did I do that? First of all, just know it's not bad. It's not wrong. By no means do you need to feel guilty about it. It's just food. Don't need to shame yourself every single time this happens. It's okay. So that's first and foremost. But we want to share ways in which we can help alleviate this and make you feel like, firstly, it's okay to eat at night because that experience of God, I finally have a minute to myself, especially if you have a busy job or busy with the kids or busy with busy household and you finally have some peace and quiet. I totally get that. Uh, I don't eat my dinner until my children go to bed because I can't enjoy it. So I definitely get that feeling of like, oh, I can finally take a breath and enjoy my food. But we want you to be able to do that but also get to the bottom of why it's kind of might be feeling problematic for you. So here are different areas that you can explore that you might find helpful. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat>
1: Boy, does that sound very nice to eat dinner by yourself after the kids go to bed? Because I'm opposite. I eat with the kids. So it's like, dino nuggets and french fries, here we are. And that's just what I enjoy with them. But it's like, it would be nice to just eat by yourself. So this is, this is good to talk about because... You want to get to a place where, wow, it's okay to have like no distractions and yes, maybe everybody's to bed now and you can finally just have that moment to yourself. So we really want to create this environment to like feel good and not have this negative yucky energy that doesn't come from us. It stems from diet culture. We were taught this. So the first thing that we want to talk about is what do you make nighttime eating mean? Like, what is the energy around it that I know we talked about it, but what is what do you put on it? What are the assumptions that you make about it? What are the words that you put on it? So it's just like, what's the overall energy that you put on it? What is your experience with it? Most likely it's coming from a place of, I shouldn't be doing this. It's bad to eat at night. Why do I keep doing this to myself? I told myself I wasn't going to feel this sick again or eat after this time, whatever it is, and there's, you know there's not only guilt, but a lot of judgment in this like specific time of eating. So the first step to this process around nighttime eating is to see it in a different light. So let's create some new energy around it, maybe like gentle energy, kind, compassionate energy. So can you also see this as like a sacred time for yourself when you can actually have some time to relax where you can turn off and like just mentally unload from the day. Like this is a time to recharge. So why wouldn't you want to enjoy something to eat when you know you're not all busy and chaotic? It's like this is great. So let's really create this sacred sacred space for you. So if you love to eat during this time, like we're not saying you have to if you don't want to, but we're assuming if you're resonating with this, this is something that you do do. So. If you enjoy eating at this time, allow yourself to truly enjoy it. Make an empowered choice rather than an effort in trying to stop this nighttime eating. Like the resistance, gosh, that can cause like so much turmoil. Is just like the resisting and like constantly telling yourself like you shouldn't be doing this. Like just allow it and just say, hey, I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat and I'm going to be okay with it. If you allow yourself and embrace it, it just won't feel so like powerful as in like, It takes, it's like that energy of, ah, it has like a a grip on you. Like this time, this nighttime eating, it's like has something against you and has all powerful being over you. It's like, no, take this power back. It's your power and embrace this time. So instead of telling yourself, I'm not eating, you know, tomorrow night. I know I did it tonight, but tomorrow I'm not going to do it. Like say to yourself, I expect to eat at night tomorrow. Like I want to, and I'm going to. Like if I want, we're Again, no forcing, but if like you want to eat, eat. And also, you can listen to your body and give yourself permission to enjoy. So this is not about just like mindless eating, screw it, we don't care about anything, just go all out and just like totally turn off your body signals. This is still about eating and you can still listen to your body signals and see how your body feels and you can still feel good. And if you don't, that's fine too. There's no, you know, rules. So a little activity you can do to create this new energy around this nighttime eating. So get your journal or notebook and write out your old experience with nighttime eating. So talk about the shame, the guilt, the judgment, whatever comes up for you. So once you got that out all on paper, you completed that. Rip it up into tiny pieces and throw it away. And then next, write your new story around nighttime eating. Talk about the allowing, the enjoyment, the sacred time for yourself. Write about how compassionate you are for yourself and just create a new loving experience when it comes to nighttime eating and just hold that energy. Now, I'm not saying just because you wrote this out, now it's just like your sacred space and like you have just surrendered and released all negative feelings around nighttime eating. But let's just start the process of like reframing and creating a new experience for this nighttime eating.
0: Yeah, it's so important. It is funny when you go like, okay, tomorrow I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat tomorrow night. Then you have eating more that night, and you're going to eat tomorrow night anyways. <laughs> yeah. It really has the opposite effect. It does not work. So we want to talk about some practical ideas in, in ways that you can explore um, making a new shift in your nighttime eating. So what may be going on in your day? We've got to look at the full picture. We can't just say, okay, we want to stop eating at night. Okay, well, what's going on in the day that's causing that? So are you eating enough during the day? And I don't don't mean enough as in like diet culture's version of enough. Like, well, I ate three meals. Like, are you satisfied? Are you eating enough of the foods you want? Eating at night is absolutely okay. And if you feel like you're eating more than you'd like, this could be that you're famished. And you might not feel like famished as in grumbly stomach or I'm starving. But if your body didn't get enough fuel... And then your brain has this energy of like, everyone's in bed, screw it, let's just go crazy. The body's like, yeah, let's do it. I didn't get these foods in the day or I didn't have carbs today or whatever it is. So you may not even realize it, but it's important to ask yourself in the day, are you feeling satisfied? Are you full after your meals during the day? Without having that feeling of grazing or like you're still hungry, you really want to be like, I feel done after my meals. Meaning you might also need to eat different food in the day. Like if a meal is filling you up and not satisfying you. Those are two very different things. You want to feel like, oh, that hit the spot. I am done. So at night, once all the distractions are gone, the kids are in bed, your work day's over, or you have just some time finally to yourself to just relax. And then you feel the desire to eat. You may just be hungry. And there's other things that may be going on, which is fine. And it's totally normal. Maybe emotional eating or just the desire like, oh, this is finally me time. I really want to take advantage of it. And that's going to include eating some delicious food and watching my favorite show. Cool. That's what I do every night. I eat, some, <laughs> eat my dinner and then I have some chocolate and I watch my favorite TV shows. Um, but start becoming aware of how you feel during the day. This is going to be really important. Everything affects everything else. You can't just, it's kind of like binge eating. People try to fix the binge eating. It's like you can't take that in a bubble separate from the rest of your life. you got to look at what's going on um, in the big picture to see why things are happening. So another question to ask yourself is, are you allowing the same food during the day that you eat at night? So at night, you're probably not having like veggies and dip and salad. (laughs) You're probably not. So if you only allow certain foods at a certain time of day or restrict them at times a day, this could very much be why they feel so powerful at night. Like if you only let yourself eat potato chips when everyone's gone to bed and you're kind of hiding it, yes, then every time someone goes to bed, it's like that kind of response of like, oh, it's chip time, and then you eat, and that's fine, but if you eat so much every night that you're feeling not good, of course, that might be something you want to continue working on. So the next time you find yourself eating at night and feel guilty about it, what food are you eating in that second? Ask yourself if you'd be totally fine to eat this food any time of the day, whenever you want, without guilt attached. If there's some fear around eating certain foods during the day, make it a point to purposely have the snack meal or dessert, not at your typical nighttime routine. For instance, I have, like, if I'm doing, like, if I don't have a bigger dessert planned, sometimes if I'm like, ooh, tonight I have some like my mom makes apple crisp sometimes with ice cream she brings it over and if I'm gonna have a big bowl of apple crisp at night I might choose not to have um a, just like a lunch dessert because I'm like oh I want to save my room for that so I kind of like gauge my own interest in desserts but if I'm just having my typical chocolate I will often have it after lunch and dinner because that just kind of caps me off makes me feel done then I don't think about food for a long time and it really works for me and it's also nice then it's like spread a spread around the day and it feels much better than eating a lot at one sitting for me personally so bringing that but if you like by me having that chocolate after lunch it's like after dinner it's like just a nice little cap to the meal it's not like it's chocolate time (laughs) (laughs) you made it you
1: finally made it until you can finally eat some chocolate it's like you can have it whenever you want you can have it after breakfast, if you
0: want, yeah, <laughs> or a snack, exactly. it doesn't
1: matter. It's just whatever works for you, really, whatever your desires yeah. and likes and preferences are.
0: Totally. So bring those foods into the day. and You can also have it at night too, but you'll start finding like, oh, if it's chips and you had some with your lunch and then you're also going to have some at night, okay, you might be like, oh, that's a nice snack to have while I'm watching my show. But you're not going to have that same, like, oh my God, it's chip time. This is the only time I can have it, and everyone's away, and I'm hidden away in the dark, and now I can scarf this all down. Because we get it. Like, as, as much yeah, as we're enjoy- I'm laughing
1: because I just like get it
0: so much. <laughs> I know, and I've definitely been there. But like, we, uh, we're always told that these foods are bad and you shouldn't eat them. So then that's we kind of get in that habit of, okay, I'm in private, it's no one's seeing me so now I can eat it, but that gives so much power to the food, and as, this is what I was going to say, as much as intuitive eating is about, like, yeah, eat whatever you want, there's no, you can eat whatever you want, you truly, truly can, the permission is there, but permission doesn't mean you have to eat it, so, like, yes, you can eat a whole giant party-sized bag of chips every night if you want to, and for most people, that won't feel good, so they probably won't actually want to, so we get that if you're stuck in this habit of like overeating at night and you're like, okay, I'm eating all the snacks and it's fun, but I feel like sick every time I go to bed. Yeah, most people don't want that. So that's kind of what we're helping you with. Not saying, yeah, you shouldn't eat that much. Here's how you can eat less. It's, hey, if you're feeling crappy, you probably want to feel not crappy after you eat your snacks at night.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Totally. Yeah. And another um, tacking on to this is, do you feel a sense of scarcity with this food you are eating? So do you feel like you can't eat this food whenever you want, when you want? This may give you a sense of scarcity and scarcity is fuel for binging or eating more than your body desires. So there's no shame in this, but we know that most likely binging and eating more than your body would like is not your actual goal when you are allowing yourself to eat. Like you'd probably rather enjoy this food without binging or feeling overly sick. But again, no judgment or shame if that's what, what happens. It's happened to us too. And it's great when you get to a point when you can like allow all food at any time of the day and not feel totally obsessed to binge over it or get to a point where you feel really sick. So It's okay that that's also something that you want to feel. So this is why it's important to come from a place of abundance with this food and really all food, like have abundance with food. So if you know it's available whenever you want and there's no rules or restrictions around it, you may find yourself eating an amount that feels good. And we're not going to tell you what the amount needs to be for your body. That's your decision. So there is a spectrum of amounts of food that people like to eat and everybody's body is different. So it's not like it's like, okay, we finally got you into this size of chips. No, no, not at all. It's the amount that feels good to you. So really come from a place of abundance when you are you are eating food um, and especially the foods that you don't allow yourself to eat. And another thing, are you mentally restricting this food even though you are physically allowing it? So sometimes you think, I never used to allow this food and here I am. I'm eating it. I'm allowing, but I'm still obsessed with it. Like what's going on? I thought the whole like allow all food gets me to a place of like no more obsession. Like when am I going to get over this obsessing? So the answer is if that's your experience of like I'm physically like I'm eating this. What's going on? The answer is if there's most likely uh, mental restriction going on. So we want to get to a place of like alleviating the mental restriction. So this means that when you eat this food, um, to not not have mental restriction, you eat this food and you have neutral, non-judgmental, maybe even loving thoughts around this food that you're eating. And yes, you are physically allowing yourself to put the food in your mouth. And then the second piece of this is to mentally tell yourself that you are safe to eat this food and it's okay to eat this food. And you make an empowered choice to eat it and move on while leaving any unwanted thoughts behind and not letting them have a loop in your head, it's like I chose it, I'm gonna do it, I'm empowered. I ate it and moving on, and it feels so much more freeing. So really, t- check in, um, if you do feel like you're physically, you know, eating the food, there's no physical restriction. Tap into that what's what's going on with your mind when you're eating this food. That's great awareness. And if you find yourself saying like. Oh my gosh, like I can tell I'm so, I'm mentally restricting. I'm judging myself. I'm being, I'm berating myself. I can't believe how, you know, horrible I'm being about this. Like, don't, don't go into even more judgment. Just become aware like, Oh, I, I realize my dialogue around this food. It's, it's a lot of mental restriction. And then we can work on shifting that dialogue to more, you know, neutral. You don't have to be loving at first to food if you don't feel like it, or it's too strong of a word. But just getting neutral with it, it's like, okay, I'm eating chips. These are chips. And you don't need to say like, and I love them and they're so amazing for my body. And like, get, you can do that later on, but at least get to a point where you're like, I'm I'm safe to eat these chips. It's okay to eat these chips. I'm choosing to eat them and I'm going to move on once I eat them. It's very freeing. So these are everything that we're talking about. Don't like turn these into rules. They're not rules. These are just areas to explore and get curious about. So really, there's no judgment, there's no timeline to this. Just because you heard these things doesn't mean that if you ever feel sick again at night after you eat, or you've had you had a binge, you know, at night, it doesn't mean now you're a failure and it's you're never gonna get through this, not at all. There's no failing in this work, there's only learning and exploring yourself and your body. So take everything as a learning experience. Just and it, the first step is awareness. So just get aware and try to, you know, put these things into practice. You are really retraining your brain. You're breaking down old belief systems for, you know, around diet culture and you're relearning your body signals. So that's a lot. That's a lot to do. So, like, be yeah, that's not happening with yourself.
0: necessarily tonight. So, <laughs> oh
1: my goodness. Yeah. Let yourself have the process. The fact that you're here listening and that's something that you're working on, that's amazing. So, like, Be proud of yourself that you're just here because so many people, no judgment, are still stuck in diet culture feeling miserable. So the fact that like you're like, no, I want to work through that. I don't want to be stuck in that anymore. That's like everything because you are on your way to peace and freedom. So yes, give yourself compassion
0: and just start with awareness and go from there. Yeah, a cool example of kind of this work in action is one of our members in the diet collective. She was just saying how with her kids, I forget if she said after lunch or dinner, but she's like, I, instead of like hiding and eating the chocolate after the kids went to bed, she started giving them a little bit after lunch and she'd sit down with them and they'd all eat it together. And I was like, how beautiful to just create a normal relationship for them with some chocolate. And she's like, oh yeah, she gave every, so, We yeah. all had a couple squares. It's not like you have to give your kid a whole crate of chocolate (laughs) it can be these small things can make such a difference like everyone had a few squares of chocolate they enjoyed it sitting together like just normalizing this food um, and just making it part of the meal like no big deal instead of this thing to hide from your kids and and eat a ton when they go to bed and it's just such a different energy which creates a healthy relationship with the chocolate for the whole family just so cool Mm -hmm. So our body image and intuitive eating app, the anti Collective that I was just talking about, has been open for just over a week. and It has been really exciting. Um, we're in there with all the members, so much support. It's a really loving community. Like, it's been pretty cool. We're like, I wonder what this is going to be like, because we've had public Facebook groups before that were really big. We've had uh, groups we've worked, smaller groups we've worked with before. But this is a pretty cool, like, mid-level sized group, just full of support like someone posts and like five or ten people will reply to it before we can even get to it to do the coaching so it's like it really the community feel is a very unique um, supportive vibe and we've been so excited about that so on february 14th at 12 p.m pacific we will be raising the prices to the undiet collective so it will never be this price that we're offering right now um, so, if you're wondering about becoming a member, you're wanting to learn more about it. Check it out before February fourteenth at twelve p.m. Pacific, so you can lock in at this lower price. So, if you join monthly, you lock in at the lower price. If you join yearly, you lock in at that price, and then um, if you want to continue after a year, then it just um, recharges you one time. So, you can learn all about the collective at thebodylovesocietycom backslash at There's three easy steps. You just go to the link, you click on join the collective. You create an account, just an email and password. That's how you'll get into the app after you get the app. You'll get to the homepage, um, and then you click on one of the boxes that says premium because our app, uh, it's the online version as well, it's exactly the same as the app. It has some free features. If you haven't watched our film, definitely go do that on there as well. Um, you can go through the same link, the bodyofsociety.com app, and just sign up for the free membership first. Um you just put your name and email and then you can go watch the film and then when you're ready to join there's three sections that say premium and this is when you remember these are the things that you get so uh, you can choose once you click on that you choose a monthly or annual option and we do love the yearly option because it gets you two and a half months for free um, and of course we want to support you long term like we said this is not a thing that happens overnight so having that long-term support can make a huge huge difference um, and among the community support groups, we also have live coaching twice a week, monthly bonuses, and so much more. It's simple, it's digestible, it's high value without the overwhelm. Every day you're getting some like, pieces to the puzzle, but there isn't hours and hours and hours of content that you have to watch in order to be successful. So it's, it's great for people who are busy or who can't necessarily dedicate hours a week to this work but still want those results and still want to move forward and get support in their journey. So we do want to share that starting February 15th, this is kind of why we're raising the prices before thanks. We want you to get in before um, our first monthly bonus on February 15th, which is a five-day self-love intensive, uh, kind of tying in with Valentine's Day kind of fun. We've also added on a new feature in the app. We have a new support group called Intuitive Eating Meal Ideas, and the group has spoken. They also want a non-diet movement group. So these are two places where you can share ideas um for meals, foods, recipes, just discuss um variety and different ideas because that's a huge part of this work is like, okay, I can now eat whatever I want. What the heck am I gonna eat? Or or I'm or I still wanna work out, I wanna move my body. Um, but like what how how can I do that in a different way what kind of movement could I do what are other people doing and so and those groups are optional so if you're like I'm not ready to talk about working out and recipes I want to just do the mindset work you don't have to be in those groups so it's a pretty cool flexible app where you can make it work for yourself and it's never about calories nutrition packs weight loss restriction how many calories you burn that's what's so cool is this is a safe space to talk about food, recipes, and eating ideas, and movement, workout ideas, um, just seeing what other people are doing, that's in just a whole new way that you've never seen before because Mm -hmm. everything online, go talk about recipes, and it's always like healthy version of blah, 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 low-fat version of blah, blah, blah. This is just like food and movement, and that's a part of undieting, of course. Mm -hmm. So you can opt in or out of those groups, so it it can always feel safe for you. Um, Wherever you are at in the journey, and so if you want to learn more about it and you want to join before the prices go up, you can go to the bodylovesociety.com backslash app. So remember, prices increase February 14th at 12 p.m. Pacific, that is this Sunday at noon. So when you're if you're gonna do anything for Galentine's Day, which is February 13th, I think, Mm -hmm. or Valentine's Day on the 14th, just think as I'm preparing for this. Oh, yes, prices are increasing. I better go mm-hmm. sign up before it's and too late. it's like, give, your, give yourself the gift of self-love. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's
1: a good way to look at it, right? Like, come yeah. join a community of amazing, like-minded women, a diverse group of women, which is also great. And, you know, see what I can do. We would love to support you. So we hope to see you in the app. And let us know how your nighttime eating goes. If you've had any ahas or breakthroughs, you can always come and send us a message on Instagram. We're always in there answering questions and stuff too. So anyway, that is all for today. And we will see you next week. Bye.